Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Bob Stoffer and Cody G. Jansen with you. Oilers now on a game night. It's 105 in Edmonton. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. And we will tell you, the Japanese Village is open to serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserved now at jvedmonton.ca. Game night, Edmonton and St. Louis should be a beauty momentarily. We'll be uh, hooking up with Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing in Alberta. Do want to tell you that tonight the Edmonton Oilers will be honoring the Humboldt Broncos when they host St. Louis. Proceeds of the Oilers Community Foundation 50-50 raffle will support the Humboldt Broncos tribute campaign and uh, we will be hearing uh, from uh, Ryan Straznitsky uh, coming up uh, at about one uh, thirty-five today. He's one of the surviving members of the uh, Humboldt Broncos and uh, he's paralyzed uh, uh, as a result of the accident but has had just an incredible spirit through the whole process and obviously that is somebody that is something that uh, touched uh, everybody, and uh, we're looking forward to, to talking to him. All right, let's go off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it open 24-7. You can visit rivercreeresort.com. i got lots of shows coming up as well. We bring aboard Sportsnet Spec for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta Live Standard Bid Racing has moved to Century Downs Racetrack in Calgary. You can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Hello, Mr. Spectre. How you doing? Good, Bobby. How you doing? Good. And any time that you need to, uh, uh, I guess, gain some perspective in in life. And you know, Brent Griffiths. We used to work with Brent over at uh, 1260 back in the day, and he talked about the toy department of life. And Brent's gone through his own battle with cancer. But uh, you know, you think of the events that have been in here the last couple of weeks, and uh, you know, kids with cancer nights, and and now tonight for the Humboldt Broncos as part of the the Edmonton Oilers Community County, uh, Foundation 50-50 spec, and it does provide a little bit of uh, realism to uh, the situation, doesn't it? Oh, for sure, right? Everyone's got their issues, you know, that you think are important in your life, and then you get a little closer uh, to some of these people, right? Guys like uh, Ryan and kids like Ben, and you kind of go, oh, right? Yeah. It was Claire Drake that used to say, Bobby, we all pushed our troubles into the middle of the table, we'd probably all take our own back. Yeah, and uh, when you see things like this, I think it rings true. Yeah, well, I was going to say when you when you talked about that, uh, I never want to play cards with Claire because he'd find it. You wouldn't know where the cards were, but, <laughs> but <laughs> we could. For, I don't, you know. And and Claire obviously is a Hall of Fame coach, but one of my first meetings with Claire in 1989, he just he was on the precipice of stepping down and going to the Winnipeg Jets, and I went up to his. Uh, 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 you know, office, and I introduced myself, and I said, "Well, you know, I'm I'm getting into the media here, and you know, 
and I, I really have great passion for it. He goes, oh, I got something for you to read. Let me just find it. And he, he lifted about 18 sheets of paper and two books and three other things and, uh, you know, a, a thing of water. And, 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 oh, here it is. And he knew exactly where it was on his desk back because that's how his brain worked, right? Like he was, he could just compart. He didn't have to have everything all organized. And that's, that's just who Claire was. You know what I mean, Mark? Oh, yeah, I was a young guy going in that office all the time to get articles for the gateway about how the, who the Bears were playing that weekend. And, yeah, Coach Drake's office was a bloody mess, <laughs> uh, piled with papers. And, you know, if you were ever a kid taking one of his classes and you got a way better mark than you thought you should get, it could be because he lost your paper completely <laughs> and just gave you a hell of a good mark. But uh, God bless him, Claire Drake. There was only one Claire Drake, man. You yeah. don't need anybody out there and go, hey, that guy reminds me of Coach Drake, right? Yeah. He was his own guy. Well, Ian Herbers has done a great job. They won last night 7 nothing. They're 31-6 and on the season, and a big upset today. UNB got beaten uh, by Ryerson. We just had Elliot on, and he goes, look, the center of the universe strikes again, Ryerson. And... And wow, that, and that lent us to the conversation about this goal scoring race between Leon Drysaddle and Austin Matthews. Because every time Austin gets one, you know, it's it's a big deal, and every time Leon gets one, it's a big deal. Now Leon obviously has a lot more points. Matthews has missed a few games. They're both spectacular players, but Drysaddle has a chance to do something that only three other Reuter players have done, Spec, and that's have multiple 50 goal seasons. It's crazy when you think about it, especially Mark when you think back to that 2014 NHL draft. I don't think anybody saw like he's going to get 50 it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when this year i don't think anybody saw a two-time 50 goal score uh at that 2014 draft no no i mean you know no one i don't have to tell oilers fans about the you know when you pick first overall everyone thinks that every guy's going to be a superstar right and now let's look back at all the players that got picked first overall there's only one of them that you could say, and it's a conversation some days, but there's only one of them you would say is a better player than Leon Dreisaitl, right? Of all the first-round picks we had here, Leon Dreisaitl is a better player than all of them except for Connor McDavid. And uh, you know, the thing about Dreisaitl's game too is, you know, you could you could put put your kid in front of the TV or take him to the game and say, yeah, I want you to do some of the things Leon Dreisaitl does. You should try to play the game like Leon Dreisaitl plays it. Because he's not super, super fast, and he's not super, super big. And, you know, obviously he's got all these great attributes, but you'd never put your kid in front of the TV and say, play like Conor McDavid, right? Because it's, you know, it's not fair, it's impossible. But Dreisaitl, you know, he's like he protects the puck. Just it's, it always amazes me every night. And obviously he gets his shots off nicely. He finds a soft spot. He has a, maybe the best backhand passer in the game. But he plays a game that you can, you know, that a young kid could look at and try to emulate. It's not like McDavid where you just go, oh, my God, who can skate like that? Mark, I had uh, a decent NHL defenseman from another team. He might actually be in tonight. I'm not saying who it is. Say to me about two years ago, uh, the year Drysaddle won the MVP, Edmonton has the best player in the league off the rush, and they got the best player in the league in the Ozone. On cycles, because Drysaddle can make plays on his forehand and on his backhand, and he can shoot. So he's not a one-trick pony because of the passing ability. And obviously, Connor is a player that, you know, he is transformative for this era. Like, I think he's the most advanced player we've seen in the game. The fastest, most explosive skill guy. Do you agree? Do you think that's a fair assessment when you're talking about those top two guys? 
yeah, like, you know, and Dreisaitl, uh, yeah. Uh, listen, to me, the best forward in the, in the history of the game is the 50-goal, 100-point man for me. Right, that means that you're not just a one-trick guy. You know, Brett Hull was a great player. He's a Hall of Fame player. I'm not taking anything away from him. He was never noted as a passer. You know, Leon Dreisel is a good enough goal scorer to get 50 every. You know, second year now, he could have had it had not the season been shortened. Uh, he's going to be a you know a regular 45, 50 goal man, and he's also going to be a regular 100 point guy. Uh, that to me is, you know, I mean, Connor will probably get there at some point, be a 50 goal, 100 point man. He'll get 100 points every year. But uh, that guy who can do both those things, Bobby, I don't, I mean, you tell me, how, how can, who's the best, who's a better player? You score 50, which is inordinate, and you get 100, which is a milestone. You do them both in the same season, and now you start doing it in multiple seasons? Yeah. You know, that's a, that, honestly, that's a Hall of Fame player right there. Well, he's got eight goals in his last five games. He's on a 10-game point streak. Leon Dreisettle, 11 goals and 18 points, and he doesn't even have the longest point streak on the team because Connor McDavid has got 21 points in the Oilers' last 11 games, Mark. In spite of the fact that Edmonton got shelled 9-2 at even strength in the game against the Calgary Flames, I have a stat for you, Mark, and you can throw this right out the window if you want. Even strength goal share since Jay Woodcroft has taken over. So at the time that Dave Tippett was relieved of his duties, the Oilers were 22nd in the league in even strength goal share five on five. Okay? Mm -hmm. Since Jay Woodcroft has taken over, the Edmonton Oilers are 6th in the league in even strength goal share five on five. The team save percentage has only gone up from 9-11 to 9-15, five on five. Remember, you know, obviously shorthanded goals matter and it's save percentages drop in, in those situations. So, you know, as a rule of thumb, if you're top eight in that category, you have a chance to win because it means you can score five on five and you win the goal share five on five, especially with the way the games are managed come playoff time. Do those numbers surprise you, or is that what you're seeing with Jay Woodcroft's team, a team that's a better five on five? And, it, and, and hey, they got Evander Kane. They didn't have Evander Kane for a lot of the time that Tippett was the head coach, that staff. But are there, you know, are there some things happening with how the team's performing in front of the coach the coach has got to get some credit for? Oh, for sure. Like I'm, I've seen, I'm seeing two things. I'm seeing a, a team that scored enough goals. I mean, they always score enough, and we all know that. And that, that's, and we also know that just scoring doesn't win you anything. But what I'm seeing is, is I'm seeing games that, let's say, Miko Koskinen, where he's winning games where he's only making, if he's making one or two really great saves in a game, but not seven or eight or nine. You know, like I always kind of judge a game on. I'm not always, but often I'll judge a game on Bob. When I leave the rink and I say, I'll play it better. Well, whose goalie, you know, stood out to me? Did, did, uh, did the other team's goalie make 10, 12, 14 great saves tonight? Because if he did, that tells me that, the, that my team probably had the better of the play. I don't know, care what the score is in the game. Sometimes you lose those games. But I'm watching an Oilers, a set of Oilers goalies here who are, who are, you know, been getting some wins here. I mean, I think what's Woodcroft, fifteen seven and two, I think. Yep. So they're basically winning two thirds of their games, and and they're not goalie reliant. They're they're getting steady goaltending, which is all you want. They're not getting stand on your head goaltending, and you know why, Bob? Because they don't need it. Yeah. They don't need it. They're not required to make a bunch of grade A saves every night because the defense is giving up. 
you know, the team has given up grade A. So it shows in your five-on-five. There's some stats out there that, to me, you know, you can make a lot of stats sing the national anthem to make the point, whatever point it is you want to make. But five-on-five goals against isn't one of them. That's a, that's a rock-solid stat. If your five-on-five goals against is going down, that means you're doing it right. And I'll finish here by saying the Oilers are reaching a goal they've been looking to reach for a long time. They're trying to become a team that's good five-on-five and then has a power play that helps put them over the top. Not a team that survives five-on-five and is waiting and reliant on getting the power plays to get over the top, right? They're going the right direction that way. The other thing they're doing, Mark, is they're winning at home. They're 8-0 in their last eight home games, outscoring the opposition 42-20. to Now, that said, Four of the teams that they've played uh, had goal differentials of minus 35 or worse. But they still beat those teams. You still got to beat those teams, right? That's the bottom line here. Are we seeing something different in how the Oilers are approaching and getting out of the gate at home? Well, you just said getting out of the gate. Like I said this to you last week. I, I never really thought that this first goal against giving up the opening goal of the game thing was a coaching thing. I always blame it on the players. It's, not, it's the players, they're professionals. They've got to be ready to play. But for whatever reason, under Woodcroft, that problem's gone away, right? Yep. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what his number is, but it's pretty close to 50-50. Like, they're, you know, they score first as often as the other team does now. It's not, it, was, it was abjectly in the other team's favor under Tippett all year. And, again, I, I still blame the players for this, and, and I don't want to not give Woodcroft credit. But got to say it, under him, they fixed that, and that's the start of it. That became a here-we-go-again story at Rogers' place, Bob. That became a, oh, my goodness, we gave it up again. We're probably, you know, here's the same old tale unfolding. Now they're way more competitive off the start of the game, and that's the first step. You throw in their five-on-five play, right? You throw in a little bit more solid goaltending. And before you know it, you're not only beating the you know the not so good teams that come through here. You're also beating some pretty good ones. I mean, eight in a row is, you know what? Everyone else plays those teams, and not everybody wins eight in a row. Bob, the Oilers won eight in a row at home, and you can't just sneeze at that and say, ah, they played Jersey and Buffalo and Detroit. I'll tell you what, the only Western team Buffalo didn't get a point against as they came through Western Canada was Edmonton. So you know, give the Oilers some credit on that stat. Spec, uh, the Los Angeles Kings are hanging around. It's got to be stated. They're down eight players, including not having Drew Doughty, who plays 25 minutes a game. Uh, four of their top 60. They played the Oilers hard. They won the shot chart battle. They did not win the scoring chance battle because they shot the lights out from everywhere. But mm-hmm. that said, uh, another second of a back-to-back last night in Calgary, and they found a way to win that game. Your thoughts on what Todd McClellan's doing with Los Angeles this season? Are they arriving ahead of time? Well, they're arriving ahead of time for sure, right? They, I mean, in the eyes of the many, most people didn't even have them as a playoff team this year. And if they did, it was, you know, a wild card spot in the Pacific. So that question's an easy answer, Bob. Yeah, they're ahead of schedule. Uh, and you know, I give them credit. Like, if they're playing with all these guys out and they're grinding it out and they're hanging around, they, they hung around in Edmonton and got a point. And I watched that game last night. You know, it was a boring game, which is what they're trying to play here because they don't have a lot of flash and dash in their lineup right now. And kids like this, Dursey, what a nice-looking defenseman he is. Yep. I thought he did a great job on Connor McDavid on a few occasions in Edmonton. He was really good last night. And, you know, Kaliev is, is playing well. He's given them some, you know, some hands. And, of course, they still do have Kopitar, and they still have a couple of guys. But Philip you know is the big one. Deneau's the big one. Big he, one. he gives you guts and, and, and the ability Puck to check pos- and stay Puck in game. Possession. 
Yeah, they. When I looked at the faceoffs at the end of the Oilers game, I think the Kings only won like fifty-four percent or something. Seemed like more than that, didn't it? Oh man, I thought it was going to be like sixty-five. <laughs> Ironically enough, St. Louis, uh, despite the fact that they still have Ryan O'Reilly, who is at 55.7%, the Blues are 17th in the league at 49.7%. Edmonton is 7th in faceoffs. They've lost to the top six teams that are ahead of them at least one game this season to them. Mark, final word, it's your favorite sport, soccer. World Cup Canada ends up with Belgium, who's been a power basically for about the last six years in international soccer. Um... Uh, Croatia, who ended up in the uh, final uh, back in 2018, led by Luka Modric, albeit uh, he is aging a little bit. Uh, And then Morocco, who, by all reports, got a pretty good team. They are ranked ahead of Canada. Uh, Quick thought uh, on on the pool. and and, and, I mean, is it, hey, it's great that we're there, or, hey, it's great that we're there, and let's make some hay. Your thoughts? Well, listen, no. First of all, you can't complain about your draw. You're in with the big boys. You're not going to the World Cup and getting an easy draw, right? Especially when you're Canada. You know, teams are happy to be in Canada's group. It's not the other way around. So, you know, they're walking into the big guys here. And look, the I think you have to say to yourself, you know what? Let's let's show up with what we got, and let's like you can put your toe in the water here, Bob. I want to go in against Belgium and get a draw, right, and make my life a little easier here. I want to play Croatia and say, yeah, you guys were good four years ago, but we're good now. So let's go. You know, we'll take you on Croatia. And I'm going to say to you that every formula a guy looks at in this thing would say that Canada's not advancing if they don't beat Morocco. They're right. the two bottom teams. you got to be the better of the bottom teams. And then you got to steal a point off somebody else. And you know what? They're not going there as a bunch of fodder here. They're going there thinking they could get something done. And I, I, I would hope they have that attitude. Give, uh, give Belgium a run. You know what? Maybe Belgium's taking you lightly. How about that for fun? Speck, enjoy the game tonight. Should be a kicker. All right, see you at the rink. That's Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. Live standard bred racing has moved to Century Downs Racetrack in Calgary. You can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Well, we're going to have a little bit of fun when we come back on Oilers Now. It's 123 in Edmonton. <laughs> It's your chance to lace up and win one epic night at Rogers Place. Can you stick handle adding up the Oilers jersey numbers? If you can get the biscuit top shelf, you can be on your way with nine friends to an Oilers VIP experience. Put on your bucket, hang on to your chiclets, and get ready to score with 6.30 Chad. It's time for the Your Team One Epic Night Contest. All you have to do today is to add up the jersey numbers of Evan Bouchard and Derek Ryan. And then head over to the contest page at 630Ched.com to enter the value of the two jerseys as the code word of the day. Again, add up the jersey numbers of Evan Bouchard and Derek Ryan, and then head over to the contest page at 630Ched.com and enter the value of the two jerseys as the code word of the day. Daily orders tickets. Contest winners will be announced on 6.30 Chet Mornings with Chelsea Bird and Daryl McIntyre. A reminder, the grand prize winner announced on April the 4th will receive tickets for them and nine of their friends to attend on April the 22nd in a suite hosted by Daryl McIntyre. 
After the game, your team will take the ice for a post-game skate as well. So again, if you want to be aboard on the Your Team One Epic Night Contest, add up the jersey numbers for Derek Ryan and Evan Bouchard. Head over to the contest page at 630ched.com. Enter the value of the two jerseys as a code word of the day. 127 in Edmonton. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Now 11-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. It's a tremendous honor for the staff and Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. And they are dedicated to ensuring your customer experience is outstanding. Reach out to Brent Ridge Ford at 1-877-4774. That's 1-877-477-3673. Or visit BrentRidge.com. Uh, you can continue to text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. This text comes in, uh, Bob, uh, I always, it's from Craig, I always tell the Leafs fans they haven't won a cup since the invention of the wheel, and then they thrash our organization, and I asked them which team was voted the second best in the history of the NHL. Oh, yeah, and which team was voted the second best team in the NHL? The orders again, so come on. You haven't won anything in T.O. Well, you know how it is. Uh, and by the way, uh, the texts are at teams don't get up to play the L.A. Kings like they do for the orders. I buy that. I do think teams get up to play the orders because Edmonton's got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And players have pride and don't want to be embarrassed. L.A.'s a pain in the ass to play. They make you earn every inch on the ice. They win a lot of face-offs. They have puck possession. They have decent goaltending. And Todd McClellan has done a great job this season. There's no question about that. Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Keep it coming. Bob, I've only caught part of the show today, but Koskinen, in my opinion, is the reason the Oilers are winning and, as a result, playing well now. Well, Mikko Koskinen this year, 25-10-3, a 3.10 goals against average and a 9.02 save percentage. He's going to get a contract, no question, uh, next season. Somewhere, probably... Two years at 1.75 to 2.5 million is my guess for Miko. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Tonight's a big night uh, on the Oilers Community Foundation 5050 to uh, help support uh, some of the surviving members of the uh, Humboldt Broncos. And we'll talk to one of them, Ryan Srezniski, when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.